It's bonus pod one six five. You enter the House of Commons. Oh, it's been a tough week as Prime Minister. You were so excited to become Prime Minister. It's what you'd always wanted to be. The first podbud to become Prime Minister of the UK. But by golly, it's a difficult job. Everything's gone to poop. It's the the, the economy's in the bin. Uh, inflation's at an all-time high. The polls are killing you. They're, they're just killing you. Your back benches, they want your head. Your cabinet, they want your legs. It's got, it's, it's, things could not be worse for you. But, but you are Prime Minister's questions. You have to be here. And you, you're here to, to defend the decisions you have made. You turn up late. You're the last per- person to, to enter the House of Com- Commons. It's, the place is packed on each side with MPs. And it's deathly silent as people wa- wa- watch you. Clip, clop, clip through the echoing house. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip. And it's at that moment, clip, clop, you realise you've worn your tap dancing shoes to the House of Commons. You're like, oh, fuck's sake! This week just gets worse and worse. Clip, clop, we have to style it out now. So you give a little flurry, you give a little... But it gets nothing. Clip, clop, clip. <laughs> And you get up to your, to your, to the podium bit, the dis- dispatch box is also what it's called, and you say, um, "Mr. Speaker," a- and you hear from the speaker's chair two voices go, "Um, Misters," <laughs> and you look over, and it's me and Pierre. I'm sat on Pierre's lap and he's sort of bouncing his legs and um, and we say we're misters speaker because there are two of us and you go oh uh, so when did <laughs> is this a joke and you look around and everyone's just looking at you like what do you mean this is a joke this, of course this isn't a joke we have <laughs> Mr. Speaker the boys are the speakers of the house the first ever double speakers and then we say together, yes, we're double speakers. That way you get surround sound. And that echoes around the House of Commons. Surround sound. And all the MPs give a little clap at the surround sound. <laughs> and you go, <clears throat> right, okay. Um, well, Mr. Speakers, this week I-, I made the difficult decision to make eating fish compulsory every day of the week for every meal the fishing industry and people go well it's ridiculous ridiculous and that fishing industry needed our support and the only way to provide the support was to force everyone to eat fish every meal fish sales are up i would like to remind the house that fish sales are up and and the iodine levels of the population are are higher than in at any other point of recorded history. <laughs> and you say, um, I know this has been bad news for vegans, 
for vegetarians and for people who just find fish a bit icky. But in difficult times, we must make difficult decisions. I commit these fish to the house and to the country. And you sit down and everyone looks at you like wide-eyed. People are in stunned silence. And then you just hear me and Pierre in the speaker's chair start clapping. And we stand up. And you realize at that point I'm actually glued to Pierre's lap. And we both say, well done. Fish sales are better. You can remain prime minister. And then Pierre goes, and I don't even like fish. And I point at Pierre and I go, and he, Pierre doesn't even like fish. <laughs> Welcome to bonus pot. <laughs> I like that a lot, that one. Oh, good. Thank you. I'm experimenting with introducing us earlier. <clears throat> mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also introducing a little absurdism into the pod buds decisions. Because usually the pod bud is a bit of a bit of a straight person. Yes. Yes. Their job is to represent the average audience member. But in this, it's more sort of um, fleshed out than that, isn't it? Yeah. F- with fish flesh. Fleshed out with fish. Yeah, and I liked um, the idea of if you're wearing those clip cloppy shoes in an echoey place to just sort of style it out and go for a little. <laughs> I think good. if Liz Truss just gave us a little, a little razzmatazz, we'd forgive her for a lot of this. Can you, Im- <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the expression on the faces of everyone in Parliament if she just stood up and then went as if she was about to say something and just went. And like did her hands like jazz like and then just sat down. Just doing that weird smile she does. But then that go up with where the corners of her mouth like go like that. But then she immediately you sit down. I think genuinely the opposition benches would forget to heckle. I think it would be absolute silence. Everyone, I think, would just be looking at each other going, what is happening? <laughs> it would be very funny. At this point, she might as well. She's, she's going to be ousted. She might as well give us a little soft shoe, you know? <laughs> a, little, a, little, a little fucking vinegar. Um, and I like- you trust... Liz Truss and she dance for you. Boom, dum, dum, boom. In worn out shoes. I liked um, that you were glued to my lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just sort of dangling a little bit like a puppet. Yeah, because that's, that's how I envisaged it was that as I stood up, you were like jutting out of my lap sort of horizontally. <laughs> yeah, we're at right angles to each other. Yeah, exactly. You're almost like facing the floor as you're talking and clapping. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i like the repetition of pierre doesn't even like fish yeah i love that and he, and he doesn't even like fish <laughs> uh, well we hope that gave uh, you the friday feeling you you so deserve listeners yeah of course it's friday gotta listen to pod on friday yeah, you with the what Re- Rebecca Black is up to right now. She's quite famous, I think still. What's she doing? I, I I truly wish her the best. I think she is to use 
the parlance of the the young an icon. I tr- I think she's truly a, a millennial icon. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that that's that's true. She is, millennial icon is perfect with that kind of nascence of of recording technology and the availability of it and 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 video editing. She represents the democratization of media, Phil. Mm. Yes, Rebecca exactly. Blank. Oh, well, she had like a, mu- a, a music video come out last year. Worth it for the feeling. The name is of the song is. Oh, a song about um, someone using uh, a recipe where it says scrape the chili seeds out of the chilies, but they don't. <laughs> That's what that song's about. Um, uh, guess how many subscribers she has on YouTube, Rebecca Black? Oh, 200,000. 1.5 million. What? Mm. What? Mm-hmm. Good for her, I say. Really? Yeah, 1.5 million. What do you subscribe to her channel for? Just like remixes of, of Friday. <laughs> She's got a bunch of new songs, it looks like. That's mad. That's that's Good for her. Just irony eating itself, isn't it, really? I've, she really took it, you know, she took it well, I think. She had a good sense of humor about it. Yeah, about mad. Absolutely mad. Uh, but Phil... Never mind Rebecca Black and her new releases. We've got some of our new releases in the sense that, um, in theory at least, as you're listening to this, listeners, we will have put a private ticket link just for patrons on the Mm -hmm. Patreon. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just agreeing. Yes. Yes. For BudPod Live. It'll be on sale. BudPod Live is finally happening. They said it would never happen. Mm-hmm. And by they, I mean me. I said it would never <laughs> happen. <laughs> and by God, I've proved myself wrong. Take that, me. That's right. Take that, past <laughs> Phil. Present Phil's having a real laugh at your expense. And future Phil, well, you won't like what he's up to. He's doing a live episode of Bud Pod on the 11th of February at 21 Soho in central London. Yes, The Marvelous 21 Soho is a brilliant venue in Soho in London, and it will be the home of the first ever Bud Pod Live. That's we, right. It will be just like a classic Bud Pod episode, but we'll be there, and you'll be there if you buy tickets and come. That's right. And also, because you're patrons, the main, I don't think the main podcast even knows that we're going to do a live one at all, do they? Not yet. Not yet. So they you don't even have. Fucking no. As your patron subscription awards you, you have early knowledge and an early opportunity to get tickets before the rest of the pod pods, pod buds do. Yeah. You will have, uh, patrons, you will have uh, three to five days advance notice. That's, that's fantastic. That's and like... Private ticket That's buying. so long. That's like standard delivery. Yeah. You have a standard delivery amount of time. It's a business week. Working days. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So that's very delightful and fun. Um, now we, me and Phil just need to figure out a way to... We could do live silly songs according to the music. You could do a live Lucky Kentucky. Live Lucky Kentucky, live sketches, live correspondence. It, it's going to be real fun. Oh. We, could, we, we, we could even do like correspondence straight from... The correspondence mouths. Oh, still warm. Yeah. 
Still have them warm. there. Have the correspondence there. <laughs> oh man, how exciting! I'm glad that we can come through for the patrons on this because there's a cost of living crisis thanks to Liz Truss and Vladimir Putin, but mainly Liz Truss. Um, and that we do appreciate you guys, you know, paying for a little extra and also and also just paying a little extra for the for the free. It's both at once. Yes. Yes. So do get your tickets. Where are the tickets available? On the Patreon website, on our Patreon website. Yeah, we'll put a private, it'll be a private ticket link. So do not share it, please, with, our, with anyone who's not a patron. It's top secret stuff. Um, five, yeah, five days. That's a business week. You're getting a full business week ahead of these, ahead of these normies, these muggles. Yeah. Wonderful muggles though they are, they aren't quite as wonderful as you. Yeah. <laughs> What the what patrons. what kind of do you think the 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 patrons have got some sort of derogatory term for normal listeners, mortals? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, what would they be? Bad mm. pods. Um. But um. Dud dud pods. Pod mm. duds. Pod duds. Pod duds. That's nice. Maybe. That's nice. Another thing I liked, by the way, in your story, before I forget, was um, Mr. Speaker. <laughs> yes. I like the that. only respectful term for a double speaker. Like a courts marshal and a sergeant's major. Exactly. Exactly. Or whatever else. Um, and I liked how quickly your character absorbed and enunciated it. Well, Mr. Speaker. <laughs> yeah. But part of being a prime minister is adapting. Letting Apparently, it go with the flow, yeah, yeah. Apparently so. Um, Apparently so. Well, speaking of that, our, that's my the, favorite bit of Liz Truss's U-turns is, is her saying, like, <laughs> how, like she talks about her U-turns as in it was a difficult decision I had to take for the good of the country, <laughs> like it wasn't be- her doing in the first place. <laughs> like a like a burglar say, like a burglar pointing at a smashed window, going, "Well, look at this! Anyone could come in." <laughs> Let me just patch that up, and then the insane and the few MPs who are still on the side going, it was very brave of her to do those U turns. It's insane. It's a, it's a burglar patching up a broken window from the inside of your house where they got through. <laughs> so brave. Um, well, speaking, Phil, of our beloved patrons, we've got some messages from them. Yes. Yes. Premium gold correspondence. Solid the light. Gold. We've got a message from Pete. Pete, mm. you complete me, Pete. Nice, nice. Thanks, Pete. My namesake. Not a lot of Pete's around. Always nice That's to true. see a Pete. Um, he says, "Dear Pierre, Pierre, chicken wangs." <laughs> That's great. I did not know where that was going, but I'm very happy with where it ended up. <laughs> very very chicken wings very funny very nice I've been playing catch up with your podcast for a few months and can now say I think it's extremely not bad oh thank you very thank much thank you Peter a few <laughs> a few years ago my wife and I were renovating our house and our young daughter would join in at any chance possible mm. yeah mm-hmm. we had reached a point in the renovation that we required carpets, and after living on old dusty floorboards, fantastic trumpeter. Um, <laughs> dusty floorboards, yeah. Dusty floorboards. 
after living on old dusty floorboards for almost three years, it was an exciting day. Carpet day. Um, <laughs> after the carpet guys had been and done their business, we set about moving all our furniture back into the rooms and stopped at yep. dinner time and retreated to the kitchen for some lovely tomato pasta. Yum! A delicious tomato pasta. Tomato pasta to celebrate that's new like carpets. That's the way they describe a dish in Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Tomato <laughs> pasta. Yeah, 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 it's a bit Butterfield, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely dish of tomato pasta. Mm. That's how that's how Boris Johnson does his vows. Tomato pasta. Lovely. Mm. Sort of weird, yeah, horrible momentum to them. Anyway. <laughs> Pete says, My daughter had had a strawberry milkshake and then decided she didn't want any of the pasta. Ow. Well, well, Delicious. well. To- to- tomato pasta. You, do, you throw your arms wide. It's carpet day. <laughs> Not on carpet day, surely. If you don't eat tomato pasta on carpet day, the carpet gremlin's going to come and steal your eyebrows. <laughs> and then you'll never be able to look surprised again. <laughs> so, okay, so the kid says no pasta. Me being the enforcer version of father, I wasn't going to take this uh, wasn't going to take this, right? So he's going to be enforcement dad. No. <laughs> Enforcer version of the father. Yeah. Eat your pasta, I said. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat Repeatedly in louder and louder increments. Eat your pasta. Eat your pasta. Eat your pasta! <laughs> Using a big roll of carpet as a cone. Eat your pasta! Um, despite her protests she ate the pasta which therefore made me the victor or so I thought yeah oh yeah a few minutes later returning to our newly plush lounge she proceeded to vomit everywhere oh no the revenge (laughs) the revenge of the tomato pasta and despite my attempts to catch her unwanted produce with my bare hands oh (laughs) Uh, on that on that brand new carpet it makes me so sad um the deed was done and the carpet was covered in a fresh blanket of red and pink koji pete oh my god strawberry milkshake and tomato pasta that is the reddest sick imaginable and it's got dairy and citrusy in there oh yuck horrible also i um for your i hope your they made friend, her pay for it yeah make her pay for it um, <laughs> smash a piggy, smash a piggy bank. Um, <laughs> your friend and mine, the fabulous comedian and writer, Mister Johnny Leonard. Ah, yes. Um, once uh, I always think of him because he pointed out to me that he he found it very funny when people try and cover their mouths when they're being sick and accidentally create a sort of vomit cannon. <laughs> yeah, or like a vomit colander. Yeah, yeah, it just and like make, blah! you get you get vomit whiskers sort of spraying out the sides. <laughs> vomit whiskers is exactly it. Exactly it. And the new popular cat food. <laughs> For cats oh. who want to eat what they're not supposed to eat. It is um, funny cuz like it makes no sense but in that moment you're just so desperate to stem the flow of sick that your instinct just just like oh just cover it just cover it. 
But of course it doesn't help. Mass f- the conservation of mass flow dictates that you will get vomit whiskers. <laughs> we should get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> conservation of mass flow dictates that you will get vomit whiskers. <laughs> that sounds like something if- written by an AI. That sounds like something on my Hollywood's magazine page. <laughs> Phil Wang, our famous for quote... And then just that. It's like uh, um, we've also heard Philip from Emily. Oh, Emily! Um, I've done Smemily before. What a gemily you are! Lovely, Emily. What a gem to me. That's oh, good. Go. Thank you. Um, Emily says, "Dear, okay, I'm trying to figure this out. Dear Jizz Royal Fine Piss Pierre, right, His Royal Highness." Oh, of course. Well done. <laughs> Jizz Royal. Was it Fine Piss? Fine Piss. Hyphenated, yeah. Fine Piss. <laughs> That's funny. Jizz dear, Royal. Dear, dear Jizz Royal Fine Piss, Pierre, and Jizz Royal Fine Piss, Phil. Thank you. Yep. Thanks for giving us equal titles. I wouldn't have had to fight Pierre here for the better title. And she says some very nice... I'm only going to read out this this lovely praise for me for two reasons, Phil. One, I love praise. Two... Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks for being honest. One, I love praise. Two, it's got a kind of unusual end to it. Okay. So um, Emily says, Firstly, I took f- a few friends of mine to Edinburgh at the beginning of the festival this summer. We came to see Pierre, of course. It was superb. Thank you. Very ki- That's very kind. Afterwards, Pierre kindly took a photo with me to send to my mum. Mm, that's mm. kind. My mum loved it, printed it out, and displayed it on my <gasps> fridge for all to see. Oh, amazing. You're I'm on, on a fridge. You're on the fridge. You're on a fridge, baby. I'm on the fridge. That's where you make it. That's where all the best drawings go. That's true. That's true. I've finally fridged it. Wow. That's very You're a fridge-level comedian. You're a household name now, literally. <laughs> well, a household face. Yeah. From Edinburgh yeah. Fringe to Emily Fridge. <laughs> very good. <laughs> very good. So... Then uh, Emily continues, I wrote, a few, I wrote in a few months ago about the tat that had been overhauling my university flat in Bath, I remember. Oh, yes, I remember. I feel as though I need to make an apology to the podbuds, for my first judgment of said tat distributor was wrong. Hmm. Hmm. What was um, the initial judgment of the tat distributor? Yeah. Um... That that she's a, a, a boring lady who's uh, constantly going uh, for runs. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Something along those lines. Anyway, so Emily says, It turns out this girl and I have plenty in common, and we have become really good friends. Oh, that's nice. What a nice story for the podcast. Yeah. To the point that we went on holiday together earlier this year. <gasps> um, very nice. Friend holiday. Um, that's very nice. Um, Pierre was right about her addiction to exercise, and we bonded over our recovery from strange relationships with food. Ah. Yes, I'd seen it before. I'd seen it before. What, what um, had you seen before? Ta- people being addicted people to running. Oh, yeah. And what it means. Um, mm. At the end of first year, we were practically inseparable, and it is safe to say she's one of the closest friends I've ever had. 
Wow. Yeah. What a lovely narrative. Yeah. We are also living together for another year with the rule that for any tent to be displayed, it must have been approved by all members of the house. Here, here. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I think that's what they used to do in um, ancient Iceland among the clans. They would yes. All the members the, of yeah, the thing have to approve any tent that gets on the walls of the thing. <laughs> I love that the meetings were called things. It's just very like, are you going to the thing tonight? <laughs> 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 well, well, this is illegal. When did that? When when did that happen? Oh, it was at the thing, you know. <laughs> Other what? Uh, not the you know the thing. That's the, the, thing. the thing. We'll meet up, talk about it. The thing. Um, she loves tat still. Thing. The thing. Um, Emily says she loves tat still, but this has been a lesson in acceptance and tolerance for us all. She is now aware of my utter hatred of these pointless items and often sends photos of them asking how annoying it is. Um, that's nice. A tat harvester. My favorite, and that I mean the, by that I mean the worst, was a notebook that said, quote... Now, let's see if you can guess this, Phil. Okay. In four lines. So... Be a blank. Okay. Okay. Stand tall... Wear yep. a crown and believe in yep. your hashtag selfie. Well, be a blank, stand tall, wear a crown, and be and, your best uh, hashtag. And believe in your hashtag selfie. So it's believe in your selfie, but it's like hashtag selfie? Right. Baffling. And Terrible. so does standing tall and wearing a crown refer to what it is to be, what they are being? Yeah, in a in a kind of crown, I guess more visually, it's quite an unusual metaphor. It's not like be a, be a queen. No, it's it's much more whimsical than that. In a way that I think is is to the tat's credit, and it is completely removing that credit by adding "believe in your selfie." Wear a crown. What else has crowns? It's very a abstract. A t- <laughs> Um, a tree, be a tree, be a... Mm, you're close to a tree. Mountain? No, plant, plant. A plant. Well, the plant be a world. a sunflower? Mm. <laughs> that was a horrifying noise. That was great. <laughs> Thank you. Be a... Um, what's a tall plant? A tree? A... a, 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 a I didn't a say tall. Star. Oh! Okay. Sunflower is quite good because this is is it's 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 an object of of harvestment that pops up in tat a lot. Of harvestment. Of, yeah, that's my new word now. Is harvestment. It's something that is sort of harvestable, edible, pops up in tat a lot, like a sunflower. Oh. Mm. What? Oh, what? 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 What crop pops up in tat a lot? Ooh, I don't know. Corn, wheat. No, I can't. I'm, 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 I have to tap out. My friend, it is a pineapple. Pineapple. Oh, mm. of course, a pineapple has a crown, but it doesn't yeah. stand tall. No, it's quite close to the ground. They grow in a bush. I guess they're tall and for I've a never fruit. Seen a, I've never seen a pineapple take a selfie Mm-mm. yet. Yet. The night is young. It's Friday. Actually, night. I'm gonna do that. I want to use that Dali Mini thing. 
online to to draw a pineapple taking a selfie. Oh yes, please, and then we can tweet it. Okay. Um, the, so then these, Emily, these AI artist things are incredible. That's terrifying. So then Emily so says, "So freaky." Obviously, that's vile. She says vile. Anyway, just wanted it to be known she's a great gal, despite her tat-related flaws. Koji, Emily, thank you, Emily, for that, a heartwarming tale in this cold October month. It's exactly the kind of story we need in these divided times. Doesn't yes. it just prove that there is no divide that can't be bridged with face-to-face -face conversation, with, yes. with learning to listen to each other? understanding one another's struggle yeah who would have thought that someone that, that a pod bud and a tat fan would ever get along but emily has shown that not only can they get along they can become the best of friends and they can learn from each other it's that's right mutual story. mutually enriching yeah it's it's lovely thank so, you emily for that uplifting tale Thank you. Um, we'll just quickly end on some correspondence from Matt. Matt, have you shat today, Matt? I hope so. It's good. To, it's good so. once a day. That's that's healthy. Um, Matt says he's called the email's called Exotat. Exotat. Hmm. Okay. Tat on um, the outside of the body. Exotat. He says, Hi, P squared and right wangled triangle. <laughs> yeah, lovely. <laughs> PR squared. Um, I'm <laughs> sending you a link as an example of something that has taken tat to another external level. Exotat. Nice. Mm. He says, this is my street, and there is kitchen wall level tat on the outside of the goddamn house. What? Mm. Outside the home tat? This is, mm -hmm. they're imposing tat on, 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 the, on pedestrians, on the public. The tat, it's learning. The tat is coming from outside the house. <laughs> Very nice. Um, so Matt says, the tat itself is basic and only mildly mocking eyebrow raising, but having it on the front of the house makes it into something else. Thoughts? Kokoji, Matt. What is the tat? Well, um, I was initially quite confused. He sent me a street view, so I now know where he lives, which is good. <laughs> or I just, at least I know he lives near this guy. So weirdly, the, the one poster is, is just, it's a Superman poster that just says the Man of Steel. So I thought, a Superman poster isn't tat, but mm, it is odd that it's on a metallic tat. plate drilled into a brick wall. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So here's the tat. It's, it's, you know, tat where it's like white text on a black background and the font is like typewriter font and it's sort of quite sincere things about solving problems. Yes, yes, yes. So it's, it's white typewriter font on a black background. First bit of tat. I can't make out the attributions, but they're often fake, so it doesn't matter. Uh, blah, blah, blah. A clever person solves a problem. A wise person avoids it. Uh, I, I, that's meaningless. Yeah. What if the problem some... is that you don't talk about your feelings enough? <laughs> I'll just avoid that. I'll avoid that. And also, there's no, there's no like diff real difference between being clever and being wise. It's... <laughs> It's, it's like it's like when when the, when these rubbish TV shows and movies get stuck into this loop of, 
it's not about who you are. It's what you are. Yeah. And then another movie will say, it's not about what you are. It's who you are. <laughs> it's like, well, it doesn't mean anything. They're the same. <laughs> They're the same. But, but you say it with that cadence and it sounds meaningful, but it's not. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's anything. It's like, well, either you, either you save the president's kidnapped daughter or you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Let's also, cut to some the chase problems here. are unavoidable or unpredictable, and it's a wise person who solves the problem too. Well, also, if if good old Emily had followed this advice, a clever person uh, solves a problem, a wise person avoids it. Maybe she would have tried to be wise and just never mentioned the tat or engaged with her flatmate, and she would have missed exactly. out on lovely e- friend time. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, yeah. I think. To have that tat is one thing. To impose it on the the innocent public walking past the house is unforgivable. I sentence them to tat jail. It is a day um, that will live in infamy. An act of aggression. Um, <laughs> there's another bit I'm of tat for this. There's I'm two. just uh, hitting my tat gavel. <laughs> I sentence them to tat jail. Yeah. Well, the second bit of tat is you don't have to see the whole staircase just to take the first step. Ugh, again, nonsense. Blech. But you have an you have you have an idea where it's going. It's going upstairs, which is presumably where you want to go. Yep, or downstairs. Awful, 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 awful. awful. That's giving me vomit whiskers. <laughs> um, I hate well, this. you know what's not giving me vomit whiskers, Phil? The idea of a live bud pod, mainly stacked with yes. patrons. Yes, do get tickets for live bud pod from our Patreon. We will see you there. In February. How very exciting, yeah. very fun. It's going to be historic. The 11th of February, the perfect Valentine's Day gift. Absolutely. Um, Marvelous. Uh, thank well, thank you, you very much, for guys. for listening in and for being Patreons. And we will speak to you next week. Have a good weekend, TGIF, baby. TGIF. Bye. Bye.